Aloha, I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome, football fans. This is for the love of football. This is the road to 2022, and this is the XFL show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. We have checked our map, and from county to county, state to state, the voters have spoken. We all love football. This is episode 143. It's been a slow week, Bryant. Slow week, nothing happening, <laughs> nope. not a lot to talk about, but we're going to make chicken salad at a chicken doo-doo and have a fun time talking some football because I have a good question stemming from last week's discussion for this week's hot read I think you're going to like. Well, I don't think it's fair, first of all, because I didn't know the question ahead of time. And so I don't think we should actually have that question. Stop Wait, you, all the questions. You did ha- know the no question questions. ahead of time because no I said questions. last week... We're no going to do this next week. I'm You're declaring gonna... that we're stopping all questions. I, hear, I hereby declare we are going to ask the questions, and we are going to get into everything you need to know this week. As an XFL fan, 724-565-4XFL is the number to call. 725 nope. 724 Sorry. Miss, Numbers are all over the place I, this, this week. I now know what Jim Zorn had a problem with. Numbers all over the place. I got screwed up. I just got screwed up. Seven two four seven two four five six five four XFL to call the XFL fan line 24-7-365. Leave a voicemail. Get on the show. Ask a question or hit us up on social media at XFL show. And that's the way to get involved. And don't forget this show is brought to you by pretty easy podcast you can go to pretty easy podcast.com right now and you said oh i i got a podcast idea i want to do it but i need some help i need a producer i need someone who knows what they're doing with all the tech because i don't want to care about that stuff i just want to talk pretty easy podcast.com is where you go go now and you will get a low low rate a personal producer and have a hell of a time doing your podcast that you've been thinking about doing for so, so long. Get it started. PrettyEasyPodcast.com Making podcasting uh, pretty easy. All right. Pretty easy they week do. here, Brian, putting this this rundown together on my on my end. And then your approval, it was, you, I, I sent it to you. You flattened it. I checked the, it. You flattened it. You checked it. It was good. Put it through the machine. We agreed. And we got a good crisp show today short and sweet hopefully or maybe not we don't know everything it might drag takes... on for a week or a couple days Who knows? whatever i'm prepared who needs sleep i am just t- i am half man half lobster now after my honeymoon in maine i am half man half lobster i exclusively was eating f- lobster and a little actually no i had some clams and i am a lobster man now so 
I'm ready for this. I'm fueled up, Brian. I don't even need sleep ever again because lobster don't sleep. <laughs> you came back with baby lobsters all over in your stomach, and I came back oh. with baby from honeymoon. Yeah, you so. came back with a baby <laughs> from your honeymoon. I came back with lobster gut, which has killed many fishermen, lobstermen, excuse me, but I'm surviving right now. You got to have orange juice or you get the scurvy. All right, let's think and dunk around real quick. Jonas texted us. Swig of moonshine for me real quick. Jonas texted us, Bryant. This, I've been waiting to talk about this one because this came early in the week. Who said, I love it. Do you think the Cowboys should just sign Luis Perez and win the NFC East already? Yes. What are they? I am a Pitt fan, and they rolled out Ben DiNucci last week. And I'm saying, what the hell? Ben DiNucci? I didn't even think... He was XFL ready or AAF ready. I can't believe he's on the Cowboys. Sign Luis Perez, Cowboys. Come on. Everybody knows if your team is in the mud, the guy that calls Luis Perez, Bryant. Here's the problem. Luis Perez, he's a proven winner. We all know this. It's true. But he's a proven winner for teams in black jerseys. I mean, he won it, He did it with the Iron. Oh. He did it with the Guardians. Cowboys... Unless they're going to be rocking those Dallas Stars unis. I don't know if you saw those glow-in-the-dark ones that they're rocking this year. I don't know if it's going to work out. But you're right. There are way better options than uh, than Mr. Pitt, I guess, there. And they don't ever – no, he's not Mr. Pitt. <laughs> ben DiNucci. Although right? Vince, Vince, who will be back eventually on the show. Well, everybody's been he's busy. Fired. This is not fired. fired. Vince is not fired, contrary to uh, – Canceled? Rumors, not canceled. Vince will be back, but I was arguing with him about Ben DiNucci, just how I, how terrible I think he is, and how s- some other really bad pit quarterbacks I think are even better than him. But that's just that could, that's a very lengthy discussion. There's a lot of bad pro pit quarterbacks, a lot of good ones, a couple good ones, but that's another. In all discussion. seriousness, there are a lot of bad quarterbacks that play football professionally. A lot of there are a lot of bad quarterbacks in the NFL right now who are on the brink of starting or are actually starting and haven't played a lick of live action football for a while. Whereas there are a bunch of XFL guys that were in, you know, competitive games who at least have that experience recently. I don't know. I just feel like there should be more PJ Walkers throughout this league, but there aren't. I mean, Luis Perez has shown that he can throw no football scout, around though. and play. I'm not a scout either. I, I'm a fan. Right? I, I don't I don't pretend to know it all. But I do actually too sometimes. But anyway, Luis Perez, stellar performance in the XFL. Josh Johnson, stellar performance in the XFL. Alan, focus. Here we go. Uh, who knows why these quarterbacks are not signed when you have Ben DiNucci out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I thought I saw a lobster. I just like see them. I see lobster. See? I, see I see what you did there. Yeah, not even a dad yet, but I got these dad jokes down. I got them down, but that's no, no news. No news coming from the honeymoon on that front. Part two here of our dink and dunk. I didn't think so either, buddy. I didn't. Think so either. <laughs> yeah, yours came, also was a few few weeks after the honeymoon too. I shouldn't speak early. Terry emailed us this week. At, at, at what? Uh, this is the XFL show at gmail dot com. I love this one, too. And this is what we're going to get at later on in the hot read. He said, or they said, excuse me, Terry. Terry, my most vulnerable rule to be gone in 2022 
is going for three. We talked about this last week, Brian, stemming off Danny Garcia's comments in her interview with Yahoo Finance. Terry said, math is too hard for coaches, and they will do everything they can to get that rule scrapped in 2022. And we're going to get back at that, though. What do you think of the the going for three, though? Is that one of the vulnerable rules if these coaches have their way? Uh do I think it's a vulnerable rule? Yes. Do I think it's a vulnerable rule because coaches can't do math? No. I think it's... Jim Zorn I mean, can't. The math is different only because you can't kick it for one. That's the reason why the math is different. It's not because you get to go for one, two, or three. If not, if it was, if you get to kick it, guess what every coach would do? Take a guess, Alan. Uh, kick it? Yes. <laughs> They'd kick it. So the only reason the math is hard is because you get to go for one, two, or three as an actual play from scrimmage. So it's a vulnerable rule, but I don't think it's vulnerable for those reasons. Well, we're going to get back at it. Ter- Terry emailed that in. That will be part of the discussion this week's hot read. Uh, I don't know. There are a lot of Terrys out there, but we appreciate Terry emailing the show. We appreciate Jonas texting the show. We appreciate all you hitting us up at XFL Show on Twitter and we look forward to interacting with you all when people are talking about uh, football again. <laughs> there was all those, the, all this our interactions came in early in the week. It's been kind of slow, but we all know why. There's a lot of stuff going on in the country right now, but there's still football going on. Actually, tonight I was watching the Spring League, Bryant. It was on FS1 re-air because we're recording Thursday, and it was late at night, but they were re-airing one of the games. Got to watch some of it. Let's see, people raving about Shea Patterson in this league and JT Barrett. It's going to be a part of our segment we do every week where we talk about two very important things you need to know as an XFL fan. It's called The Cover 2. Shout out to our, our, by the way. Do we have the video, by the way? I was going to ask you that. Do you still have that video that we, uh, the too hot for TV, the too yeah, hot the for TV, TV. B- video, there are yeah. the too hot for Cronky video. Cause uh, we're sticking to Cronky. Yes, shout out to <laughs> our St. Louis brethren, uh, the, the our podcaster buddies. There, they hit us up, Brian, on social. We got to get back at them, but I want to if they're listening or watching. Honeymoon, wedding, craziness. We we haven't really thrown throwing these shows together. Uh, not lobster. last minute, but just a lobster. But we plan on reaching out to those guys. I want to talk to them again soon. But yes, the Too Hot for TV video is somewhere. I have it. And yeah, we could we could release that now. Because nothing's too hot for, for TV these days. And especially Stan Kroenke. All the things said about him in the video we made. Not that we said those things, Brian. But maybe that'll just come out just reporting back. Yeah. Maybe that we'll look forward to putting that out there. Uh, all right, cover two. The Spring League. Did you see any of it yet? DVR'd it. Watched it. I DVR'd it. Watched some watched highlights. It. I probably it's, will stick it onto the until a bottle feeding tonight. I'll probably put it on TV. It's pro football, and it's competitive. It's guys that are out there giving it. They're all really trying to put together great game tape, which I love. I think I prefer on a – Tuesday, Wednesday night, watching something like the Spring League, which let's call it pro minor league football, which it's it's a step, I would say, below the XFL because this is a kind of a 
developmental league, literally, to go out there and give guys game tape. So that's what it is. The XFL, not a minor league. I want to not call that a minor league. This is pro minor league football, any kind of pro football. I would prefer overwatching Maction or Mountain West football on a Wednesday or Thursday. I was enjoying this more. ACC football. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Just because the Pac-12 finally is going to play football this week. But in all seriousness, would you rather watch you know the group of five college football? I covered the Sun Belt. I much prefer watching <laughs> pros try to put together great game tape, play competitive pro football than a Sun Belt game. And those have stakes. These... Let's face it, the Spring League stakes aren't really that high. There's nothing really extravagant to play for, but there's something about it that I just enjoy a little bit more than watching those lower-level college games that are on in the middle of the week. College football games can be bad, like really bad sometimes, If you, if you, if especially when you start getting into that group of five lower-tiered uh, teams. I get what you're saying. You know, Pro football it has a different feel to it always, no matter what you're watching compared to college football. I can see it. I, I want to watch them. Um, I haven't had a chance yet to, but I do want to watch these games. I'll squeeze it in in between one of the XFL reruns that I watch here and there <laughs> often enough. But um, are there any like rules or anything different, or is it just NFL-style play? Let's play some football, get some game tape. Well, in, uh, yeah, in full disclosure, I didn't get – so there's an overtime game. I didn't see that one. I didn't see how their overtime worked. The Aviators won on FS1 against the Blues – and I went to overtime, so I don't know if that rule's different. But, yeah, the, basically everything else is just straight-up college rules it felt like I was watching. But an overtime game in the spring league before the XFL got one. Now, that's a bummer. My biggest regret of 2020, no XFL overtime. <laughs> it would have been great to see. I'm not going to... It would have been better to watch than what we watched with uh, the Saints the last weekend or, or when – who tied this year already? It was the the Bengals and the yeah, Eagles tied. Yeah, the Bungles. You know, I'm so – and I'm I'm upset because these, these Spring League games look really entertaining from the highlights of the games I haven't watched yet, and I have them sitting on the DVR. But, damn it, I'm, I'll say, say this. I'm never getting married again. Between missing those games, I'm backed up on my, all my pro wrestling programs, Bryant – Never getting married again. You miss way too much. That's that's not the reason you should start that by saying I'm never going to get married again because I don't want to miss things. It's because you're 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 married to the love of your life. That too, that too, <laughs> that too, for sure. Headed. Uh, yeah. Wait. Real, mark marking that one. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to part two of our cover two. XFLers in the NFL, Bryant. We love. Going around the NFL real quick, seeing the XFLers, what they're doing. Uh, and I, didn't, I missed the Chargers altogether last week. I did watch them blow that lead. I watched the full highlight reel, like the five-minute highlights of that game. Donald Parham not involved much, right? In another, From what I remember, he was not. Stellar Chargers blown lead. Uh, but Again. kickers in the NFL. The XFL kickers are invading. The NFL we have got now, Hunter Nisfonder, will be starting for the Dallas Cowboys against the Steelers this weekend. And he'll probably be working a lot when you talk about the Cowboys and the Steelers. So good luck to him, the former D.C. Defenders punter. 
And Sergio Castillo was racking up field goals for the lowly Jets. Uh, he had one blocked as well, but he's he might be Mister. He might be the XFL representative right now in the NFL with how much work he's getting. Shout out to the kicking from yeah, the XFL we, we to said the kickers. NFL. We said kickers; those are are a wanted commodity. Seems like more now than ever. Those kickers are um, are under pressure with that extra point being so far away. Now it's like now you're they're being looked under a microscope all the time. I think we said kickers would have a good shot as a, to, to being MVPs yeah, of the XFL and with, NFL, especially with the turnaround in the NFL and how you get, you get one, you drop one, you you pick one up, you drop him because he's missing a bunch of kicks, he can't punt. Uh, every team goes through that basically. And one thing I'm surprised at, at least by watching his trick shots on Twitter, Mark, uh, we got King Marquette King. Mark, no job for him in the NFL, although he did have, I guess, character issues last time he was in the NFL. He kicked well in the XFL, and he's like pinpoint punting and hang-timing kicks on Twitter and getting retweeted by, I forget, some popular account I saw he him on this week. He kicked a ball into a basketball court. I did that. Maybe not from 100 yards away or whatever it was. I mean, it wasn't a football. And not with like nine seconds of hang time. <laughs> but... Oh, that's pretty cool. I think, um, oh, what's his name from the the Falcons kicker? Coo? 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 Right? Uh, he he would do like tricks, like kicks. It was really weird. He would do like parkour kicks where he would do like flips and then kick a field goal or something like that. Uh, he turned out to be like the onside specialist. in the Yeah. League, like the best onside kicker ever. Ever. Who's um, pretty cool. I got him on a fantasy team. Side note, parkour videos on YouTube. Go down that rabbit hole. Very fun. Big <laughs> fan of this in my spare time. Uh, some other XFLers in the NFL. The Detroit Lions, pretty busy. Uh, they signed tight end Kyrie Lee, uh, who played for the D.C. Defenders. Kyrie Lee uh, was with the Falcons, now a Detroit Lion to this on the practice squad. And the Lions worked out former Chief and Battlehawk Jordan Ta'amu. So he had COVID, came back to the Chiefs. They cut him. Matt Stafford has COVID or is on the COVID list, at least in the NFL. So they're looking at developmental quarterbacks. And Ta'amu was up in Detroit working out. We'll see if he gets signed, Brian. Uh, you'd want him to get another chance. He was such a joy to watch, so. Hopefully he gets another shot and actually gets to play is what I would hope for. And the other one is Elijah Campbell, who was the highest graded or second highest graded uh, player in the XFL, according to Pro Football Focus in 2020. Uh, he has signed with the Jets practice squad. So the one bummer I'll say with XFLers in the NFL so far to me is all of the guys getting chances in the league have to play for pretty crappy teams. <laughs> They're all on bad teams when it comes to NFL teams this year, but um, they're they're out there. If you want to watch an XFL or in the NFL, they are out there. Or an AAF'er. Garrett Gilbert might get to play against the Steelers for the Cowboys, Brian. I know you're excited for that. I am actually excited for that. I thought he was going to get in last week, but I guess the, the, the Cowboys were letting that ship sink as far as it could. Um yeah, no, there's a lot of AFers. I think uh, there was also a running back that was highlighted. I'm trying to remember who it was. I don't remember. can't remember. Uh, either way, 
still a lot of AFers. You got to remember, if Tip the XFL tongue, yeah. was around in 2019, those players would have been playing in the XFL. Mm-hmm. Those players would have moved on to the NFL. So if you just kind of consider spring football, you're looking at 40, 50 players out there that have jobs that played spring football in either 2019 or 2020. Yeah, and there's more to come, and as the opportunities grow, more of the guys you're watching in college are going to be getting pro opportunities, which is what is so fun to watch, especially if you follow college football voraciously like I do. I just get excited to see guys I recognize watching in the SEC, the ACC, and the Pac-12, and they get chances in the pros. It's just super cool and super awesome, and why I'm enjoying watching the Spring League for sure. All right, Brian, if you're ready, we have a lot of different XFL rules from 2020. Danny Garcia last week mentioned what's going on with the discussions there. We had some interesting comments, and we're going to get into a little game here. We're going to game it out, game out the scenarios. Yes, well, October's over, so I hope you're not watching Saw in November. That would just make you a sicko who just likes to see people get tortured. But we're not going to torture anybody with this discussion. We're going to talk about which XFL rule from 2020 gots to go. It's this week's Hot Read. All right, so... Danny Garcia, Yahoo Finance interview last week. Bryant, we talked about it. She said the rules are super cool and most of them will be retained. And we're having discussions right now with coaches and players and people involved in 2020. See which ones we keep or which ones maybe didn't work. Maybe didn't work. Which ones maybe didn't work. Which which, what could. I hope all of them are retained because I thought they all worked. I think you agree, Bryant. But if you're talking to coaches... And people are being honest. People have other opinions about that rule book. If one gots to go, which could it be? Which one might be vulnerable? Tonight we're going to play that game. And we are going to pick each of us, Bryant, you and I, one rule that has to go from the 2020 rule book. Which is it and why you can do the honors? Uh, which one? Now, now, does it have to be a rule, or can it be like a change they implemented? You know, like like here, like the, can it be the football, or does it have to be like a rule? Ooh, so you're really throwing a monkey wrench right in this right away. So I'm gonna say it has to be a part of the rule book. It has to be a part of the rules okay. that coaches are worried about when they're scheming out a game plan. Rules. So. Man, I think you can look easily at what? You can look easily at the uh, three-point conversion. Maybe you want that out of the rule because you want to be able to to, uh, to pull uh, pull away and not have to worry about 18 points being a two-score game still. Um, you can look at the double forward pass and say, yeah, that was gimmicky. We saw no double forward passes unless it was a deflection batted back to the quarterback and the quarterback threw it again. I think Landry Jones did that. And I believe. Well, no, it wasn't. It technically wasn't the first touchdown a double for the offensive touchdown of double forward pass to Kari Lee. Wasn't that sort of a double forward pass? Because he flicked it forward. Uh, 
I don't, think, I don't know. I have to go back. Anyway, I, don't, I really don't remember. Memories. Maybe it was, but it wasn't memorable. That feels it like it enough. was 90 years ago. I understand. Go ahead. It's something that they highlighted that really didn't happen. Now, you look at other things. What is it? I think the punt rule was, was awesome, that nobody gets to leave the line until the kick. I think the kickoff worked. We, we didn't really see onside kicks that worked. You let me think, say that. You touch that kickoff. I'm coming for you, new <laughs> rules makers. Um, I think, uh, what else? You, you had... Um, the gameplay, the game clock. I think the one that I would want to see taken away is the continuous clock on an incomplete pass. Only, only because I want to see more plays. Hmm. I'm then you might. I don't care you're... if it's three and a half hours. XFL football was fun to watch. I can watch XFL football oh. for three and a half hours. I can't watch NFL football for three and a half hours, but I can watch XFL football for three and a half hours. Do you think a... a... Anyone would come at Danny Garcia and The Rock and the new ownership and say that that one has to go, though? Don't you think that one's like even coaches are probably on board with that for the timing of the game? Get making? paid more money for less time played in the game? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Coaches would be like, yeah. So I wouldn't call that one vulnerable. You as a fan want that one to go. Well, if we're doing vulnerability, I think it has to be the three-point conversion. And it would have to be the two, the double forward pass. Those are the two that seem gimmicky, that seem coaches don't want to have to worry about. Um, yeah, I think those are the two you'd have to put on the chopping block first. Uh, one thing, all right, so I didn't th- I didn't think you'd go with anything that was, uh, was time-related. I didn't think you would go there. I thought you were going to go with. <laughs> you asked the question, boy, yeah, I, just because I, yeah. I don't have the answer and I, and I changed the question. Yeah, uh, or if there was one, maybe a longer time. A ha- if a, a coach is arguing a longer halftime to make Five more minutes. adjustments, well, it's te- it was ten to I throw think. away more playbooks. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go to fifteen minutes. Um, okay, well, what else did you have? You had the 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 comeback period. Comeback period. You had. You had you have, oh, um, uh, co- I'll throw this. This ooh, is okay. A wait a minute. I got one. Co- I got one. Comeback period player. at the end of the second half. Not necessary. Comeback period oh. at the end of the second half make no sense about it. Because it's not a comeback period. It's, it's the second half. I mean, the first half. Excuse me. Comeback period at the end of the first half. It doesn't make sense. So you wouldn't stop the clock after every play at the end not of the, the first Not in the first half. half. No. Only Do four second. minutes at the end of the game. Why is that? Why can you you got to have. Place? I think you have to have both halves played the same when it comes to the clock. Well, you don't have all quarters played the same. See, that's why I don't want them to get. These rules are perfect. I'm telling you. But if we got to get rid of one, uh, see, maybe I'm copping out here. Mm. But here, here's mine. So coach-to-player communication rule was all skill players on offense and a handful of defense, right? I think it was just like one person in the secondary and one uh, or maybe two in the front seven. So I think it should be an equal amount of people – on both sides of the ball should get that privilege. That so is making, okay, that's maybe a technological no, wait a thing that held them back. But so you're saying I would you want to make the rules better. That's, all that's players have have headset communication. That with is the coaching unfair. Staff. That is cheating. You are not looking that's at this the, properly. That's no, the one no. thing they're gonna say. You know what? I didn't like not having communication with all of my players. Which one's gotta go? Not which one's gotta get better. That's oh, the, you're, you're okay. changing your, your rules. Here. Yeah, okay. coach, co- that one has to go and put in a new, better one. <laughs> yes. 
So it's a cop out. Okay. Yes. Then I'm. Out. I'm gonna That's say. That's like two sixty nine to two sixty nine is what that was right there. Oh man, I don't. Okay, here's one. You might like this one. Okay, then get rid. Of the, I'm not. I don't want this to happen. Of course, I have to say that. But I think maybe the like going to you saying that the play clock might have been might have been weird for the coaches and and so maybe they're going to want to up that a little bit maybe five seconds the 25 second play clock with a dedicated so ball spotter you I have to have the ball the, spotter yeah was the one who wound the play clock i feel like there's a lot of times where he didn't wind that after he spotted the ball it wasn't really 25 seconds it was a little more yeah, it, it was wasn't like even 20, it was it was supposed to be it was supposed to be thirty two, right? Seven yeah. seconds to spot the ball and then you spin it. But sometimes that ball spotter would spot it in like a second. And he still wouldn't wind it. I, I was watching. I see you. I, yeah. I see what you're doing. I'm over. They I'm, said the I'm average was thirty two, right? So but it ne- why when we went to when we went to uh training camp, when we went to games, and you were sitting there clocking all the ball spotters. Was it was always over the average it felt like that average at least to when me, the season if you go to 30 up. if you go to 30 and and just start it on the play dead on the on the dead ball i'd like that better i wouldn't like it better i enjoyed it i liked watching you get mad at the ball spotter first of all and uh no, we watched I, like three games together what are you talking about we watched all of the training camp that's all you talked about in houston we're at whataburger those damn ball spotters were we're eating and playing and playing SNES in the hotel. You know, I don't think those ball spotters are really doing their job. <laughs> Sitting up in the booth doing a podcast at training camp. I saw, Everything's I saw great Sam except these vision. ball spotters. No, I saw Sam Schwartzstein's vision and the ball spotter, spotters ruining it. They're, they're, you they're, think they're, they failed they're, Sam? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Sam would tell you the same thing. We got, well... We'll get, have to get him back on the show just to ask him his thoughts on how the ball spotters. You know did what? Their there job. are some questions I want to ask Sam. Maybe we should bring him back. Maybe not as long of a conversation, at least on air. But there are some questions I want to ask. For you, sure, you make that happen. Yeah, I will. We got we got some guests. We got to line up again here. We got to get guests get guests back in the fold, and uh, we'll right, be Alan. doing that here shortly. Pretend pretend I just mailed you a ballot. You got to pick one, seal it, and send it in. Which one is it? What rule 20, are you getting rid of? That 25-second play clock, a little too quick for for uh, the coach's blood and maybe some people's blood uh, who are advising the new ownership. Maybe that one is vulnerable to go. I hope not. And, damn, I hope, I hope the kickoff isn't touched overtime or the three-point play after a touchdown for sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the double forward pass only because I don't think – it was used that that much. It really wasn't. It's not something that I'm going to be like, oh, no, I really miss it. I can see them calling it gimmicky, but I think the it's fine. The three-point play, fine. getting rid of it makes no sense, right? Because yeah. if you get rid of the three-point play, then games are not going to be able to be come back from more at the, at the long run. It's just I, I think I'm... I have all done a lot of math, but... I'll take that double forward pass... Further, I say any ball thrown, it doesn't make it behind past the line of scrimmage is a live ball. Okay, see now I got into this. No, because oh, a live ball. Mm. Ooh, okay. But that's not a rule change. I think that would be a rule add, right? 
because that was not the it's case. Technically, a change because if it's a if it's a forward pass behind the line of scrimmage, it's an incomplete pass. If it's right, see, this is why this is how this thing could drag out, and we now just start talking about the minutia and all the rules. Save it. Calm breath. Spend your time on something else, Danny, Dwayne, The Rock, Mr. Rock. Worry about Mrs. other Garcia. things. Miss Garcia. Yes, worry about other things. The rules are fine. You have so much more. That you focus on how to make this because the football worked. Exactly. See, that's well said. The football worked. The rules worked. Nobody was complaining about the coverage or the rules with the XFL. The only thing you need to focus on is getting those players into the league, making them happy. Oh, no, yeah, the money stuff, too, that you guys know all about. So you got that covered. Rules are oh, yeah. good. If you guys can make money, that's great. But really, we just want some football, some players. Just give it to us. Don't worry about the money. They will. Be real. It's a business. It is a business. It is a real business. Don't forget that. They're in the football business, and business is good. It is. And we're on the road to 2020, and we mean business each and every week. Even if we haven't slept, or are full of lobster, or... Our wives are yelling at us for looking at old classmates on Instagram by accident. Things happen. Wasn't purposefully gawking at edit. Edit. End of the show. Here we go. Follow us. Slow week. It's a slow week. I'm just looking for stuff to bring up here. Alan, I got you, man. There's nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about in the world of football. That's a lie. It's the XFL. This is the XFL show. We always have something to talk about, even if it's insurance. Uh, listen to us every single week for that very reason on your favorite podcast app. That's Apple, Spotify, uh, TuneIn, whatever it is that you use, Google Podcasts. Uh, mm-hmm. Subscribe on YouTube and say hi. Hi to Alan and I. You can see our faces. See Alan's awesome room. My beautiful beige wall behind me. Uh, YouTube.com slash this is the XFL show. The you, official you YouTube should channel. Re- you should really subscribe to the YouTube channel because we do the visual part of the show is getting better and better. We've got we have flames last week. We have basically we have studios, we have sets, we've got props. Look, I got a hacky sack in here. Brought this back from my honeymoon. I still want to. I might open one of these next week just on the show, live on the show. Oh, I'd you're hearing it here first. That. I would. I'm going to open one that. of these packs. It'll be part of the Dink and Dunk or something. I'll open. One of those packs of cards. Big announcement. Unboxing of some XFL trading cards live on next Sealed, week's show. Sealed, delivered before the end of this week's show. It will be open next week. Uh, once I get them all in. I have to get and if it's first. a really slow week, I might just give you my full review of all 12 different lobster rolls I ate in Maine. Maybe that's something that uh, you should call Pretty Easy Podcast for. Yeah, uh, another, and also another production. Subscribe or follow us on all uh, social media platforms at XFL Show. Get in, get in contact with us. We miss you guys. Yes, we do. But we know that you might be busy or worried about other things. But when you think about football, think about us. Hit us up. We're here and we're ready to go, baby. We're going to be looking to get some guests on the show, so stay tuned for that for sure. That does it for this one, though. It was good. It was crisp. It didn't run on too long. We got it done. Now let's get some sleep and get back at it, and we'll see you next week. For Bryant, no, wait, he's over there. For Bryant, I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.